Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast, the only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. We are your hosts, Cam and Kobe, and we are ready to bring survival goodness direct to your ear hole. This is going to happen. Hey. It's a hurricane of information. <laughs> Getting caught up in a tornado of entertainment and inter- information. It's all blown around. <laughs> yeah. It's all so, mixed in. So what are we talking about today, Cam Wrong? We're talking about the biggest of bigs. Mm. Take a storm, make it super, super storm. Yeah. You got a store, you get a super store. You got a storm, you can get a super storm. Yeah. Right? It has food and regular. <laughs> yeah, you, you can get other things there. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about we're talking about storms, but some of the crazy ones. But we're also going to talk about some of the normal ones too. Some some yeah, some theoretical uh, hypothetical? <clears throat> hypothetical theoretical storms, storms, mostly the ones yeah. you'll probably see in this lifetime. Oh, well, you're, then again, it's 2020. Probably by the end of July, you're going to see all of these. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. All of them are forming right now. Yeah. Um, but first, guys, I want to tell you about BattleBox. You know, most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use. That's worthless. But not BattleBox. It's the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You know, you never know what's going to come in. The, the monthly box. You just don't. don't. But guess what? No I want to tell you what a few things that came in the last month's box. Sog Camp Axe with Sheath. You liked it. I remember you it's saying you liked like, it. This this box crushed it. Hey, they, they did. They just killed it. Man. I signed up three more times. Yeah, I've got four of them coming next month. <laughs> uh, the Sog Snippet Multi-Tool. Remember that one? Yeah. The little snippy, snip, nip, soggy. Nipper, soggy. Mm -hmm. All this badassness starts at about 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes, and uh, it's probably a million at this point. I keep saying almost, but they've probably done a million. (laughs) Come on. And they won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. That's trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Get your first battle box and a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Get it. Listener reviews starts now. Listener. Get it, buddy. Get it. This listener's name is Mr. Dakota B. Dakota B. Five stars, June 8, 2020. He's a recent one. Just when you thought another box of 556 till your prepping list is done. Then you listen to these two gentlemen and realize you're a Fred. Fred. (laughs) Your water skills are non-existent, and now your girl... (laughs) She's a guy whose water going. skills are so good, and they brag about it on the podcast weekly. Do yourself a favor and listen to this podcast. You'll learn how to not die, mm-hmm. how to up your water game, and mm-hmm. how to pack a bug out bag. Sure. So listen to these two, and they're the most serious podcast in how to not die. Yeah. I went through it all the way. <laughs> you not did. One and that one blurb. wasn't easy to read either. It wasn't. It didn't it was have the like best probably grammar. one of the hardest ones. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Dakota B. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon. Leave us a five-star review and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Cameron, the stuff is, I mean, every day I look at the news and I go, what? am I going to choose for Mad Mad World? Because there is so much. Yeah. 
Like you we can't switch it to good, good world. <laughs> I know. Like let's bring you a little piece of good news. So you guys don't kill yourselves by the end of this podcast. Seriously. Um, so you've heard of Chaz. Hey, Chaz. Hey. hey. I don't know if I have. Oh, you, oh, you have. I think Listen. you've brought it up before. Okay, this is crazy. This is like one of the biggest stories in the world right now. Chaz. One of the biggest stories in the world. So what is Chaz? It is the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Also known as Capitol, Free Capitol Hill, the Capitol Hill Organized Protest, and the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest. Chop or Chaz. Or what was the other one? Cop? Chop. Chop. C-H-O-B. I'm it's part an, of Chop. It's an occupation protest and a self-declared autonomous zone in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle, Washington. Oh, boy. The zone originally covering six city blocks and a park was established by George Floyd protesters on June 8th and is still... Happening right now. Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> after the, you know, after they actually vacated the East Precinct building. Yeah. So this is a bad thing. The local governance in the zone was decentralized and the goal with the goal of creating a neighborhood without police. On June 9th, 2020, protesters demanded rent control, the reversal of gentrification, the abolition or defunding of police, funding of community health, and releasing prisoners serving time for marijuana-related offenses <laughs> or resisting arrest with expungement of their records. There must have been quite a few friends of that group. Yeah. Well, what's your, what's your friend in way, for? <laughs> what's he in for? I want taxes for free ever. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm uh, not paying taxes forever. Yeah. I want free chicken nuggets every day, <laughs> right now. Yeah. You're not getting back this block, anyways. Bring back barbecue rib sandwich, McRib. <laughs> the McRib should not be limited time. <laughs> Thrown in all there. the time. I know it's. It, this yeah, is insane. Big mess There's been like, shootings in there. They don't let the cops yeah, it's, in. It's a freaking mess. This is basically like the stuff you used to see. Like this is happening in Russia or something, some crazy place. But this is happening in Seattle. And there's things like this happening all across the United States right now. The, the, the Everything going on right now is just kind of at a tipping point where it could just explode. And it, like if... if like it hasn't already, I know but it could get even worse. It's to the point like where a super explode. Yeah, that a second civil war type thing is not out of the question because no, things are getting nuts. Seriously, is acting that, like and then people become... wonder why you know you're a supporter of the Second Amendment because this kind of crap can happen, and it can happen overnight, just like yeah. this. So, holy crap, super frustrating. Yeah, if COVID didn't get you prepping, this probably should. Yeah, yeah. On top of it, yeah. You know, my it. I don't know. It's infuriating. Mm -hmm. I can't even look at the news anymore. I know. Like, I understand the, you know, go ahead, protest, whatever you want to do. Yeah, but protesting like, great. tearing down the statues yeah. has me just livid. Yeah, I don't get it. Ugh. They better not touch the John Stockton statue at seriously, the Delta Center. I'm going to freak out. Don't touch the pasty gangster. Yeah. All right. Don't touch the Aggie at Utah State <laughs> where I went to school. Okay? Yeah, don't do it. Uh -huh. But we have a great country. We do. Yeah. Like... Yeah, People don't there's problems. It. Like, they really should go spend a few weeks in Syria yeah. and see if you want to come back to the United States. Go spend a few years in Brazil. I'm sure that was eye-opening. It was. Right? It was. We like we live in a great country, and people are so pissed. There's a lot of problems with our country, but come on. Anyway. Yeah, let's do it in a different way. Let's fix it. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even want to talk about mad, mad news and sad world we live in. No? You don't want to? I, I was just going to mention okay. that you see the United States kind of fired up the grill with Iran again. Did they really? They sanctioned five Iranian captains who delivered gasoline to Maduro. <laughs> it took them a gas can, like a five-gallon gas can? Like, Venezuela <laughs> and Iran? What a weird... Yeah. 
Group. It is. What a weird friendship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's weird. But, you know, as you know, the United States is not in support of Maduro and then no. all that crap. So they're pissed and they sanctioned him. And yeah. then um, Iran condemns oh. the United States sanctions. Oh. And they said the oil tankers who carried fuel recently, they, uh, they had the right to do that, all this stuff. But anyways, sure. so we're heating up. Mm. More countries be pissed at us, boy. Typical. I mean, it's uh, I yeah. Know. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's yeah. ridiculous. I know. That's why I'm like, I don't even want to talk about. It. There's so much going. I'd on. rather talk about superstorms. I would too, because those are super cool. Yeah, superstorms are super cool. Yeah, you want to know what a superstorm is? I'd love to know what a superstorm is. It's pretty much a storm, but super. Yeah. So it's a large, unusually storm occurring. with a super sticker on it, yeah. like from school. <laughs> yeah. Super. Destructive storm without another distinct meteorological meteorological. Yeah, you had it. You got it. That's a long word. That's a hard one. Such as hurricane, Mm -hmm. blizzard. So it's kind of it's those are parts of it, but they're not. They're outside of that a little bit. And we will talk about those actually a little bit because that that you can't not include them. You have to. Every superstorm has some of this in it. Yeah. As the term um, before the nineties, mm-hmm. storm of the century. That's one I've heard. Perfect yep. storm. That was a good movie. Great movie. So that was that was an event that described a very unusual weather system colliding. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the northeaster or nor nor'easter. Nor'easter. They. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know much about them until this, and I probably will still butcher. That, oh but yes. But it's just that cold weather that comes in. Mm-hmm. In like your uh, in your northeast, that's sure. it. I just described it perfectly. Good job. But yeah, um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about some of these weird storms. Some mm-hmm. of the ones that are you know parts of them that are more common to affect us. Yeah, like the hurricane, the mm-hmm. tornado. Sure, you guys have heard of these. But like, what about a hypercane? What is that? We're gonna talk about it. Arc storm. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk do about it. it. Hey, let's do this. So I I also wanted to you know I the global warming. Believe it or not. It's probably affecting the, uh, the by like the way that's Nibiru. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I forgot <laughs> Nibiru. Um, is but is is global warming affecting the likelihood that some of these may happen? Yeah, right. You know the hypercane for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about. It. Well, let's talk about it. It's a cool name. So the new Ford hypercane. <laughs> I know we were talking about that. The Tesla hypercane. <laughs> mm. That's a great or, car. Or it'd be a great like vacuum name maybe. Yeah. The hypercane. Yeah. We're Dyson. talking about bomb cyclones, which is Blizzard's new improved <laughs> Blizzard. Bomb cyclones. So much better tasting. Um, great names, all this stuff. Yeah. So do you want to start with perfect storm? Is that where we should start, maybe? I do think so. Okay. That's a great. So what is a perfect storm? And well, this is had, kind of a, um Mark Wahlberg in it. Uh, and sure did. I haven't seen that in a really long time. But that was that storm, right? It was the same. Yeah, that the was one of the, on the per- storm. perfect storms. Yeah. So a perfect storm is kind of hard to d- define because uh, everything has to come together in a perfect storm <laughs> to make it happen. How do you describe perfect and talk about it? <laughs> yeah, you I don't just know. can't do it. I just take a picture of myself, put it up. <laughs> Good. Think about me in a storm. <laughs> perfect storm. <laughs> perfect storm. Yeah. So, a perfect storm is an event in which a rare combination of circumstances drastically aggravates the event. Mm. So, I, I'm talking about this, and I'm like, this pretty much describes 2020. United States, yeah. United States in 2020. It's a perfect storm. Yeah. You got COVID. You These got, circumstances, <clears throat> dri- yeah, it is. You it's got totally racism. Everything. You got earthquakes. related to this. You got to- no toilet paper. All those things. 
perfect storm. 2020 is a perfect storm. Mm -hmm. The term is used, used by analogy to an unusually severe storm that results from a rare combination of meteorological phenomena. So basically, it's like a bunch of different things kind of happening at once and then converging, right? So that's the perfect storm. Um, the most famous example of a perfect storm was the 1991 perfect storm, also known as the no-name storm or and or the Halloween gale storm. Oh, really? I never heard about that. But uh, the Halloween storm sounds cool. What was that one storm in 1991? Uh, we didn't give it a name. No name. No name. It's a no name storm. No I name don't storm. remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. The storm lashed the east coast of the United States with high waves and coastal flooding before turning to the southwest and weakening. There's a lot of different things that happened here. I can't go through all of it. But know, so moving over warmer waters, the system transitioned into a subtropical, subtropical cyclone before becoming a tropical storm. So it's it's doing a bunch of different things. It's, it's moving. It's it's bobbing and weaving, and it's doing a bunch of different things, right? It's so yeah, it's juking. It's juking. On November first, the system evolved into a full fledged hurricane with peak sustained winds of seventy five miles per hour. Done. That's fast winds. Although the National Hurricane sustained. Center left it unnamed to avoid confusion amid media interest in the precursor extra tropical storm. So they didn't even name the hurricane. It later received the name The Perfect Storm, playing off the common expression after conversation between Boston National Weather Service forecaster Robert Case and author Sebastian Younger. The, the system was the 12th and final tropical cyclone, the 8th tropical storm, the 4th hurricane in 91. So it was a crazy year, apparently, for these, these Yeah, my things brother was in uh, North Carolina. Wasn't Hugo part <clears throat> of that? I don't know. Hurricane Hugo? You go look it up. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty sure it was. No good. idea. Um, damage from the storm totaled over 200 million. Uh, the death toll was 13. Killed 13 people. Most of the damage occurred while the storm was extra tropical after waves up. That to, was 89. I'm sorry. That was 89. After waves up to 30 feet struck the coastline from Nova Scotia to Florida and then southeastward to uh, Puerto Rico. In Massachusetts, where the damage was heaviest, over 100 homes were destroyed or severely damaged. To the north, more than 100 homes were affected in Maine, including the vacation home of then-President George H.W. Bush. That was sad. More than 38,000 people were left without power. Along the coast, highways, inundated roads and buildings. 38,000 people. Big, that big of a nightmare, and I was like... Playing with G.I. Joe's. I know, it's crazy. I, I, had like, no I had no idea that was going on. Me either. A buoy off the coast of Nova Scotia reported... A buoy off the coast of Nova Scotia reported a wave height of 100 feet. Like a little buoy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little buoy with there. It's 100 feet. 100 feet. I'm telling my dad. <laughs> you dumb little buoy. Get out of here. <laughs> Get that buoy off the ocean. <laughs> I don't know why he's Jamaican. <laughs> what is that buoy what doing? What the, what the buoy doing on the ocean? <laughs> No idea why he's Jamaican. <laughs> Changed in there. Yeah, I know. It is what it he is. He is a very smart boy. <laughs> very smart boy. Knows the height of the wave. Okay. Um, the highest oh, okay. the highest ever recorded in the province offshore waters. In the middle of the storm, the fishing vessel Andrea Gale sank, killing her crew of six and inspiring the book and later the movie The Perfect Storm. Right? Yeah. So, um... A lot of things happened, and a perfect storm is basically when a, a storm and a storm and another thing and another thing and all of these things converge, and they call it a perfect storm. Why would they call it perfect? Because it's perfect. <laughs> it just f's everything up, so dude. Great. <laughs> that, that's perfect. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. News is gonna be great. That boy is gonna be so excited. <laughs> Go get that little booty. Yeah. boy. Yeah. So that's yeah. A perfect storm. Um. So here's a more common thing. Sure. Hurricane. Oh, boy. We're ready for those, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. So 
What is a hurricane? It's a tropical cyclone. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds way okay. better. Yeah. I'm going to start just calling it that every time. It's tropical cyclone Look at season. That tropical, tropical cyclone. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, it's a rapidly rotating storm system. Yeah. Huge sucker out in the ocean. It's usually caused by the warm weathers. That's why the Pacific, it's cold, doesn't happen. That uh, makes down sense. Down low, close to like Japan. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's the difference with this one um, is that it's warm water. Warm water. Okay. okay. Warm power. Mm. Boom. Um, tropical cyclones out at sea cause large waves, heavy rain, flood, high winds, and they disrupt shipping and cause I would, I would, shipwrecks. I would suspect that would happen. Right. So the thing about hurricanes mm-hmm. is that, you know, I've always like, well, it's on the coast. I don't have to worry about it, but mm-hmm. it affects the whole system, people. It does. Yeah. So, um, and we saw in like Texas how much f- like the flooding inland was crazy. Yeah. From all of that. All the way so, to Montana or something, wasn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of flooding. A lot of flooding. Canada put up a really nice yeah. sandbag they got border. A, they, they got, kept a, it, they kept they got it the up. wall up there. But yeah, yeah um, so. This is one of the most common things we see all the devastation that they yeah. can cause. Um, continuous winds, you know, 75 to 100 miles per hour or more. Wow. Passes over a uh, country like Puerto Rico mm. or Costa Rica. Which one was it? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. That's right. The first time. Probably Costa Rica. Just wipe that freaking thing yeah. clean. Yeah. Puerto so, Poro. Just, yeah. That <laughs> was a good like your joke. stupid Such joke. A good, it was a good joke. <laughs> yeah, it was a poor, <laughs> terrible was a bad joke. joke. Bad joke. But off from all this mm. wind and turbulence, off can pop little little tornado. Off can pop. Off can pop. So you've got um, massive problems with these hurricanes. Tornadoes obviously. from the hurricane? Yeah. Really? It just causes all the wind and turbulence and it moves inland, pushes clouds. Boy. 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 <laughs> boy, that's, oh boy. <laughs> that's crazy. And spawns a bunch of other mm. um, little storms and tornadoes. Um, I don't know what it is about weather, though. It's cool. Like it's, It is cool. Yeah. Like... But the thing is, like the, the with these storms, like yeah. it's how Earth like it continues to function. Like the storms yeah. have to happen. They do. Like the big the thing with the uh, hurricanes too is you get all that seawater and the salt damages uh, plant life and, yeah. and and causes areas to just stop growing produce and stuff like that. So that's a big problem. But it also gives areas that never get water water. So. Yeah. In a way, there's it a trade off. Yeah. So um, they're not all that bad. They destroy <laughs> and kill tons of people. Well, here's but. the thing about hurricanes. Um, the nice thing about hurricanes is you almost always have a warning. A warning. Big time. Yeah. The next one we're going to talk about after this, you don't really get a warning. Yeah. yeah. You know, Helen Hunt tried to figure that out. She didn't. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. You could be watching in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You could be watching, what's the, The Shining. The Shining. In the middle of summer. And, and enjoying it. All of a sudden. I just watched Twister last week. Did you? It's yeah. a good movie, It man. is a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, these hurricanes yeah. cause tons of disruption to uh, transportation. You know, we, we a lot of our goods come overseas. So it interrupts a lot. And the bads. And the thing... <laughs> and the bads, yeah. <laughs> Goods and the bads. But anyway, yeah. um, these hurricanes are responsible for a, the deaths of about 1.9 million people worldwide. Large areas mm. of standing water caused by flooding leads to infection. We've talked about flooding and all yeah. the nasty gas, poop, water that Not floats good. around. Bad. 
And then on top of that, you get mosquitoes that just ruin <sighs> everybody's life. I hate mosquitoes. So there's a ton of stuff that comes yeah. with all of these. But the good thing about it is, like Kobe said, there's a huge, there's there's usually a good amount of time seeing mm-hmm. it brewing out there. Yeah, that you can not go to your um your house on the coast. You know, yeah, that same week. You know it's coming. If yeah. if you're alive, you have a phone. If you have the news, you know there's a hurricane coming. Right, right. It's all the the channels want to talk about when it happens because it's great ratings. Yeah, so you've you got know? plenty of time. Yeah, typically. But, yeah, you've got to abandon a lot, and so you need to be prepared, and we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But on average, you know, the other big thing is it costs the U.S. $5 billion every year. Jeez. So uh, just a standard $5 billion straight. It doesn't go above or below. It's just they just pay that out every year to the hurricane fund? Yep. Is that how it works? And most of the time it's Category 3, and we've heard, you know, yeah. the bigger ones, Category 5. I think that's what that one that wiped out Puerto Rico was. was it? Had, what was Katrina? Was it a 5? I think it was, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So busted levees and— yeah. Busted all kinds of stuff up. So anyways, um, we know that these are bad. Yes. We can prepare for them. That is the good thing about it. It's a great thing about it. And they have multiple names. If you hear a typhoon, it's a hurricane. If you hear a tropical storm, hurricane. Cyclonic storm, hurricane. Tropical depression, (laughs) hurricane. Simply cyclone. I like that one. I got tropical depression. I like it. Cyclone. (laughs) It's a cyclone. I ain't going (laughs) to tell you if it's... (laughs) Anyways, depends on where it's at. And then... Just a, here's a little tidbit. Okay. Eastern Pacific hurricane season is May 15th to November 30th. Okay. Atlantic hurricane season, June 1st, November 30th. That's coming up. It's Actually, already we're here. in it. We're in it. Central Pacific hurricane seasons, June 1st to November 32. So, so we're we in got, it. We're coming up on it. Just, we're going to teach you how to prepare. Now till Thanksgiving. And I've never been in a hurricane, thank goodness. Um, I went to uh, Hurricane Georgia. Utah. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to the East Coast a couple of years ago, and I just missed the hurricane that hit like Georgia and and those. So, oh, you did? I did. Yeah. Did you see all? The that's nasties? when I went to to hang out with Battle Box a little bit. We just missed it. Oh, that's right. I you just were missed just it. Kind of behind yep. mm-hmm. Was it? Was it still okay? Yeah, everything was fine. I don't know. So okay. you're not as all or cracked up to be. No, oh, it was easy. I'm, I'd do it again. Yeah. Um, tornadoes. So this isn't necessarily a superstorm, although it can be, and it can actually be a part of a superstorm. Spawned off. It spawns off, like you said, from a hurricane or a bomb cyclone or whatever the crap else we're going to talk about. (laughs) But what is a tornado? If you don't know what a tornado is, you're dumb. But a tornado is a narrow, violently rotating column of air that extends from a thunderstorm to the ground, right? So you got the, the thunderstorm clouds, and then the wind starts to whip around real quick. And then go all the way to the floor. Yeah, they look cool. They look really cool. Um, but because wind is invisible, if you didn't know, <laughs> you can't see wind. It's hard to see a tornado unless it forms a condensation funnel made up of water droplets, dust, and debris. Corn husks. Corn husks. Cows. Cows. And, and big semis. Dodge trucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tornadoes. Sometimes Dorothy. Once in a while, uh, tornadoes can be among the most violent phenomena of all atmospheric storms we experience. And that's true. Yeah. That's not a lie. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeding you full it's of it. It's true. They are freaky. They I, are. I'll admit I've kind of wanted to see one. I was in a, a dust devil. I'm like, woohoo! I know, man. I was, I was getting on my Vidya camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull me up. Yeah, it was like Thor. Um, on average, tornadoes kill about 60 people a year, mostly from flying or falling debris. So, like, just stuff gets thrown around and get hit in the face or yeah. head or wherever else. So, we've talked about this before a long time ago, but the single deadliest tornado to ever hit the United States is the Tri-State Tornado. It killed 695 people. Wow. 
What year was that? 1925. Wow. This is back in the day. Um, Injured 2,027 people from southern Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana. Wow. The tornado went for 219 miles. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So... This is a little bit disputed. Modern meteorological (laughs) reanalysis has suggested that the extremely long path length and lifespan reported in historical accounts are perhaps more plausibly attributed to multiple independent tornadoes belonging to a tornado family. Um, So a tornado family is a series of tornadoes spawned by the same supercell thunderstorm. Wow. I know. So there's just a family, just like a whole bunch of them. That that's freaky to me. That's, that is freaky. That's super scary. Have you seen like pictures of different planets where it shows all these like yeah, tornadoes, tornadoes everywhere? Like yeah, tin. Whoa, that'd be scary. <clears throat> Although not officially rated by the NOAA, the tri-state tornado is recognized by most experts as an F five tornado. Mm. It's on the Fujita scale. I did not know it was called the Fujita scale. Yeah, neither. Doesn't make any sense. Those are good apples, right? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> Modern meteorologists estimate that the wind speeds Isn't top. That just a poor way of saying uh, Fujita. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, fajita. Yeah. It's the Fajita scale. <laughs> it's the F5 Fajita. Fajita scale. Yeah. Um, Modern meteorologists estimate that the wind speeds topped 300 miles an hour. That's insane. That'd Blow down your house. It's really fast. Yeah. Um, Drag racing fast. Yeah. At times, it exhibited an unusual appearance due partially to its size. It was almost a full mile wide at one point. Wow. Yeah. Insane. When did you move the historical stuff out and just plopped it in all the other places? Because you had it all at the top, didn't you? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Basically this. Historical events. I don't know. I thought you had them all lined up. That's why I didn't add any on the hurricane. But there's been so many. Who cares? No, I I didn't do any on the hurricane. I was just doing them on each of these. No. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Approximately. Okay, listen to this. The tornado was frequently described by witnesses as an amorphous rolling fog or boiling clouds. This was the 1925 yeah, one? Yeah, on the ground, and fooled normally weather-wise farm owners who did not sense the danger until the storm was on them. Oh, so, so it was just, like, so weird. thick. Yeah, they, they just couldn't tell. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah, 15,000 homes were destroyed. Wow. 15,000. <laughs> so back then in 1925, it was $16.5 million in damage. Adjusted with inflation, it's $1.4 billion today from one tornado. $1.4 billion. my mind. In addition what to blows the d- my mind is some people make that. I know, I know that's crazy, huh? In addition to the dead and injured, thousands were left without shelter and food. Fires erupted, growing to conflagrations in some places, exacerbating the damage. Looting, theft, notably the property of, of the dead was reported. So when people died, people were like, I'm going in that trailer and I'm stealing everything. There's no trailer here. They didn't even have flat screens back then. (laughs) What were they taking? Yeah, what were they taking? I don't know. These corn husk dolls are mine. Look at that shovel. (laughs) Leather boots. I don't know. What what do you steal back then? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think. What would you steal? Plow. Oxen. I don't know. Yeah, it's great. What else do you get in 1925? Top hat. About time I got this yoke. (laughs) Perfect yoke. I want to get yoked. I mean a yoke. (laughs) This saddle's been on my... (laughs) Yeah. To, to get list. To get list. Now it's done. Anyways. That's insane. Yeah, tornadoes can be a superstorm in many different ways, and that the tri-state one is definitely categorized as a superstorm. Yeah. 
So is the United States, isn't it, like the only place in the in yeah, the world? Pretty much the only place like in the world. So yeah. crazy. There has been other um I think yeah, the, I actually think the de- biggest tornado up in was places, in like Bangladesh or something like that. Oh, that makes sense. The one biggest one ever, but they just don't get them as much as like we get them constantly. Yeah. In the yeah, United every States. Every year. Every There's year. Usually some tornado yeah. somewhere. The thing about the tornadoes, like we said, is though you don't really get um, warning that no. they're coming. It's such a short amount of time. Like, yeah. it's barely bug out time. Yep, you have like three to five to ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. Those freak me out. Yeah, they're scary, man. It's the reason I haven't moved out. And then you hear that away from the mountains. Because yeah. I was in one of those at one point. We, uh, When I was in my band way back in the day, we drove from Utah to Iowa. And when we were in Nebraska, all of a sudden we heard that noise. Oh, my Reverend, gosh. What, what do you this? do? What is it? And all of a sudden, this hail starts coming down, like huge hail, just like denting the truck. We had to go on a Burger King and hide. <laughs> it was crazy. Sounded like Twister. I know. It kind of does. Crawl huh? out the back window and like, oh, yeah. I'm going to Tyler's Nine. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yep. Well, here's an exciting name Explosive. Oh, I screwed it up. That's super Explosive crazy. Cyclogenesis. Is that when you go? Cyclogenesis. Is that when you got to <laughs> take crap on a bike? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah, that's exactly I've what been it is. in that situation before. But it's a bomb cyclone. Delicious. Mm. It totally sounds like Can a I perfect get name. Chocolate explosive cyclogenesis <laughs> bomb cyclone, please. Oh, I'm getting one of those bomb cyclones yeah, this that. weekend. So uh, these are actually pretty common. Are they really? They just don't use the name very, mo- well, very much. Well, they need to start using that name. They don't want to overdo explosive. Gosh, they got to so, use that name, man. Yeah, it's a weather bomb. A weather bomb? Yep. Or explosive development, or bomb cycle. <laughs> a lot of those or things. Bomb huh? cyclone, or a bomb, yeah, bombogenesis. Bombogenesis. <laughs> Whoa, would you get caught up in one of those bombogenesis? Mr. Bombogenesis. So it's the rapid deepening of an extra tropical cyclonic low pressure area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is that? Does it make any sense? Does I don't it? know what that is. Yeah, so it occurs when low pressure systems. The central pressure falls 24 millibars in 24 hours or less. It's confusing. I know. So let me explain it further. What's a millibar? So the atmospheric pressure allows the storm system to pick up more air and strength. Okay. Okay. So drops in it. So okay. this is a huge drop. So it goes 24 millibars. He missed two bars. <laughs> um, you guys probably don't know what movie that I is. I don't know what that Two bars. What is that? I was out there. And, um, he, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I skipped two bars and no one noticed. I don't know. Dusty. You know oh, uh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Uh, pure country. acting is like. Pure country. Just super mellow. And, uh, what I is that? out there for two bars. Get your ass out of here. Yeah. Mary says that. Go on. Get, Get, your, ass Get your ass out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. Like a smile. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. Great I like movie. that one. Yeah. Um. So here's the four basic facts about mm. a bomb cyclone. Okay. Number one or A. A one. <laughs> they have <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Put that on there. They have cold air mm-hmm. and cold air front, so it's cold. Okay. They form under strong upper level winds. You got a lot of jet stream stuff moving okay. above them. They occur during the winter. So okay. right now, don't worry about them. Okay. Um, and typically you get nasty blizzard like weather, precipitation in regions less likely to get it or handle it. So all of a sudden, these bomb cyclones in mm. cold weather, the pressure drops, makes a more powerful storm, and yeah. it drops a bunch of moisture. Ooh. And typically in the winter, that moisture is in the form of snow. I'm thankful for this moisture. <laughs> <laughs> if 
anybody's been to Utah, you've probably heard moisture <laughs> yeah. more than anywhere else on uh-huh. the planet. Um, they mainly form in the Northwest Pacific, which is mm. always wet, wet, wet. Yeah. And um, the Northwest Atlantic. Again, okay. wetty wet. <laughs> which yeah. means that they have something to do with the formation of the Northeasters. Nor'easters. Nor'easters. All right. So, um, yeah, so there's a big drop in mm. atmospheric pressure in a cold air environment, and it just turns into this really mm. big precipitation. Bomb kind of, cyclone. Yeah. Not a hurricane, not a tornado. Bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. So cool. it just drops a bunch of water. Um, okay. The four most active regions where this happens is the Northwest Pacific, the Northwest Atlantic, Southwest Pacific, and South Atlantic. All so right. pretty much the coast. <laughs> Everywhere. But um, uh, I think we just had a couple of these last year, huh. and they just they end up dumping way more than a system's ready for. I, I was in Portland, and they had a really bad snowstorm, and mm-hmm. it just shuts everything down. Oh, yeah. It's, for one, I was like, I've driven in snow, but when it's wet and then it snows Ooh. on it, it's like the most slick I have ever Ooh, that's experienced. Not yeah. So it really causes a ton of problems. And so shuts down transportation. Um, this is where people get stuck in, you know, those blizzards where they get mm-hmm. trapped in their cars and die. Um, so they're really bad. Sauce. They're really yeah. bad. Um, most of the time you do get a good warning about these coming. So okay. you can go and look. Bomb cyclone at Dairy Queen mm-hmm. and make sure that you're ready for it. Um, but that's kind of part of a, a superstorm as well mm. is the uh, the bomb cyclone where it can just yeah. all of a sudden, boom, there like it is. Bomb just drops a bunch of moisture yeah. in the form of typically snow and blizzards. And I'll talk a little more about blizzards. Awesome. That's a bomb cyclone. So this one probably has the coolest name, if you ask me. It does have the coolest name. It's called an arc storm. Dang. Oh, gosh. This sounds like a perfect B movie. Yeah. Like a B disaster movie yeah. with like. Like somebody from nine hundred two one zero on it. It's or like something. some character skill. Yeah, arc storm. I'm gonna got this guy. He got arc storm. <laughs> Sounds like Thor. So this one is kind of hypothetical, but it's realistic. So an arc storm is a hypothetical but scientifically realistic mega storm. So it's not even super storm. Mega storm scenario Ooh. developed and published by the Multi Hazards Demonstration Product or <laughs> the MHDP of the United States Geological Survey based on historical occurrences. It describes an extreme storm that could devastate much of California, causing up to $725 billion in losses, mostly due to flooding, and affect a quarter of California's homes. So this is a, a type wow. of storm that they've been studying. They think it's possible, and is it going to happen? I is don't it? know. <laughs> I don't know. You said, is it? Is it? Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> move on. Not, let's move on. No, is it? The event would be similar to exceptionally intense California storms that occurred between December of 1861 and January of 1862. That. That was remember that. Story. Crazy year. Yeah. Crazy year. That was a tough time. Yeah, tough time. Which dumped nearly 10 feet of rain in parts of California over 43 days. Jeez. 10 feet? Cow. A lot of feet. Moses. Yeah. Or not Moses. Uh, Moses. Uh, was Noah there? That's funny, yeah. Um, the name Arc Storm means atmospheric river, so A-R, atmospheric river, 1,000. Capital A-R. Capital A-R, atmospheric river, 1,000. K, Arc. <laughs> That's how they got Arc. So what is the cool. 1,000 for? The storm was originally projected as a one in a 1,000-year event. 2020. So, Atmospheric river. The last one was a thousand years ago. Wow. Anyways, in twenty twenty, twenty twenty, we're coming up on it, right? Yeah, I think eighteen twenty. So. What? Yeah, but it hasn't been a thousand years. 
thousand is a Holy long time. Holy crap! Thousand is a yeah, long time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but they're actually that was incorrect. They think it's actually more like every couple. Even if it was a hundred, I'm not even close. Eighteen sixties. Anyway, where's my Texas Instruments? I gotta oh, figure out this this algebra. I gotta redownload this. <laughs> I'm not good at geometry. Calculate. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> An atmospheric river. So this is cool. An atmospheric river is a narrow corridor or filament of concentrated moisture in the atmosphere. Other names so for this runs up. Yeah, you know, it's like a river up there. <laughs> Basically, the other names for this phenomenon are tropical plume, tropical mm. connection, which sounds great. Tropical. Yeah, moisture plume and water vapor surge. <laughs> I like that one. But tropical connection. Those sounds are my great. favorite drinks at the soda. I shack. know. Can I get the tropical connection I with want Mountain Dew? Amazon Duke? River and <laughs> atmospheric river, please. Give me the tropical. A twist of tropical plume, please. Yeah, that sounds so good. Atmospheric rivers are typically several thousand kilometers long. I don't know how many miles that is. Could be one. <laughs> Who the hell knows? I don't know. Uh, only after a few hundred. A little less. And a few hundred kilometers wide. And a single one can carry a greater flux of water than the Earth's largest river, the Amazon River. Wow. That's mucho water, bro. That's insane. Yeah. So if it was going to occur, this is what would happen in California. The Central Valley would experience flooding 300 miles long and 20 miles wide. Serious flooding would also occur in Orange County, Los Angeles County, San Diego, San Francisco, and other coastal communities. Wind speeds would reach 125 miles an hour. Hundreds of landslides would damage roads, highways, homes. Especially after all the fires. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You wash it out to sea. Property damage would exceed 300 billion. Billion. <laughs> billion. Billions. Billions and billions. billions. Damaged surge and increase in labor rates and other repair costs after major natural disasters could increase property losses by 20%. Agricultural losses and costs to repair lifelines, flooded islands, repair damage from landslides could bring it all to $400 billion. Uh, power, water, sewer, all everything would be numbers. weeks and months to come back. Okay? Oh, you put that at the bottom. I know. <laughs> Up to 1.5 million residents in the inland region in Delta County counties would need to evacuate because of flooding. Business interruption costs could be $325 billion in addition to the $400 billion in property repair costs, meaning that the arc storm could cost a total of $725 billion. That's a lot of money. You get it? You get how much money that is? Arc storm's just a money loser. The last thing I said, Noah will appear. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'm guessing. But the thing is... Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody would die because they've all already moved to Utah. Yeah, they're all living all of California in the Wasatch Half Front. of them are already here. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we've kept you safe. You're welcome, California. Yeah. So this one's cool. Sure. Kind of sounds like a cool medicine or something. Hypercane. Mm. Well, he's going like a hundred. He, he was like a hypercane. <laughs> going he, like a hypercane. He's gone. Got to slow down. Going so, like a hypercane, so boy. A, a hypercane mm -hmm. is hypothetical. Okay, this Hot one is hypothetical. hypothetical. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's an extreme tropical cyclone that could form in the ocean, but the temperatures have to reach 50 degrees Celsius or What's that? 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, that, that's hot. Does it ever reach that? I mean... I, I don't know. I would think in some parts of the ocean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's warmer than... Which is 27 so degrees is warmer it, than the warmest is ocean Is that the ocean, recorded. the water, or just the air? No, it's the, um, that's a good question. Because if it's, it's the, the temperature water. over the water, because I don't think the water could ever reach. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be bubbling, boy. No, not to 212 degrees. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much. But I don't know. I don't think the water could possibly do that and have sea life living in it. But I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I didn't go into the details there, buddy. Sure. Okay. Um, such an increase could be caused by a large asteroid or comet. Oh, I so see. So I guess I it would it. ignite the water too, but. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, or a large super volcanic eruption. Super. We're going super Jeez. all day. The word of the day is super. Super. Um, large submarine flood basalt. An extensive, I don't either, global warming. <laughs> oh, we talked about that. So yeah. when Colt, when uh, Nibiru gets close, uh-huh. bubbling oceans, yeah, stuff floating or erupting, yeah, you're going to get a hypercane. Watch your style, burst boy. So, yeah, according to Emmanuel's hypothetical model, I don't know who Emmanuel is. Carrie. Yeah. The ocean's temperature would have to be, so you're, it is the water. So okay. I didn't read into this further. I read okay. through it and I just read air. So <laughs> Okay. Because the hypercane, you know, you're thinking air. Sure. A critical difference between the hypercane and present day hurricanes is that a hypercane would extend to the upper stratosphere. What? Whereas the present day hurricanes extend Whoa. only to the lower stratosphere. <laughs> Whoa. So um yeah, mm. you're breaching into too many stratospheres with, oh with the gosh. hypercane. Wow. So what would it do? I don't know. You would get winds of up to five hundred Miles per hour, that can't be right. Gusting to six hundred, five hundred thousand miles an hour. Yeah. So like an no, F thirty five would be like, whoa! I can't keep, I up. can't keep up with it. That's insanely fast. Wow. So I think it's a little bit. We got a little bit of a tailwind, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get there early. We've been around the earth twice. <laughs> Haven't even used keep any fuel. Blowing it around. <laughs> yeah. So um, mm. that's ex- that's pretty fast. Six hundred sure. miles per hour, boy. It's a few miles per hour going. Yeah. Um, and then this gets even more nerdy. Would also have a central pressure of less than 700 hectopascals. I've never seen that before. <laughs> no. Hectopascals? No one has ever seen that. <laughs> Giving them an enormous lifespan of at least several weeks. What? So several weeks? Son of a bee would be just spinning Good around. Crap. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, pulled the ocean up uh, and send it into space. <laughs> <laughs> space uh, stations well, in water now we're dry <laughs> sucked up all the pacific a um, bunch of fish flopping around on the ground <laughs> what happened sharknado hyperflucane uh, yeah hyperflucane hyper jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, but yeah so pretty intense storm here um sounds like it, it would be nearly eight times more powerful than hurricane patricia i don't know when that old was. pat <laughs> yeah the storm was the highest sustained wind speed r- recorded, which was, um, didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> which was a lot. I thought I was in there. Just divide that by five but or whatever But the thing is different about it is it would, uh, it'd only be around 15 miles in size. So it's like a massive hurricane, but not. But not. Or I mean, a massive. A massive. <laughs> what? Hassive. <laughs> Hassive's a new word <laughs> for hurricane size. That's probably It's about, an F4 Hassive yeah. scale. One. So um, that's what's weird about it mm. is it's like this massive tornado, yeah. but it acts like a hurricane. How do you prep for that? You don't. You don't. You, will, <laughs> you just you don't. Stop it doesn't cross yeah. over you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So anyway. Um, yeah. Waters of after the hypercane could remain hot enough for weeks, allowing more hypercane. So you just get, boom, done. <laughs> I don't know who's been sitting in there talking about this. Well, you know, Jim. <laughs> if you have that hot of water, why wouldn't another hypercane start? It's true. It yeah. 
just spawning on itself. Wikipedia. Yep. Put it in there. Uh, so Hyperkane's clouds would reach 30 to 40 kilometers, 20 to 25 miles, into the stratosphere. Gee. Such an intense storm would also damage Earth's ozone layer. We just got it fixed. So it sucked the ocean out. <laughs> right through just, a hole in the and ozone. And it would just leave a big freaking hole. So then, um, yeah, the water molecules in the stratosphere <laughs> would react with ozone to, <laughs> to accelerate decay into O2 and reduce absorption of ultraviolet light. Okay. So no sunburns. Oh, great. But let's get a couple of these. Plants and everything would die. Sick of sunburns. Yeah. We so get rid of mosquitoes too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember on Spaceballs when they put that big vacuum and just sucks everything? <laughs> it's like everything up. Yeah. It's pretty much what happened in this That sounds game. about right. Just blow you out into space. It's a big Dyson. So, um, mm. yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I don't like so, that. Blizzards. Let's go to something more realistic here. Okay. <laughs> uh, blizzards happen all the time. Sure. But I, I didn't know there's kind of a distinction of what a blizzard is. I always thought it was just like tons of snow coming Lots down. Lots of snow. But it's not snow coming down. What is it? So a blizzard is snow that's already kind of fallen. Oh. Listen, the difference between okay. a blizzard and a snowstorm is the strength of the wind, not the amount of snow. To be a blizzard, the snowstorm must have sustained winds or frequent gusts that are greater than or equal to 35 miles per hour. Oh, that's blowing handleable. or drifting snow, it reduces visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, to like a quarter mile. Okay. If you have good eyes or less and must last for a prolonged period of time, typically three hours or more. So next time you're caught in a blizzard, you could be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nope. <laughs> Wasn't this three is a hours. Snowstorm. <laughs> this is two hours and it was 32 miles. Per yeah. Hour. <laughs> Not a blizzard. Blizzards, though, man, those are the ones that kind of freak me out a they little do. bit. They just blind you. Yeah. Especially if you're in your vehicle, they are the worst. They are. They and that's the what's on the road. It kicks up like yeah. the little whirlwind things mm-hmm. up in front of you. So it's it's really blinding. It doesn't always mean that it's like a heavy snowstorm. Those yeah. aren't always blizzards. Sure. Um, but typically you have some snow falling, but most of the time it's just kicking up all of that really dry snow and it just blinds everything. Wow. Um, whiteout conditions can paralyze regions for uh, days at a time. We've seen it happens every year and some yeah. usually the the northeasters get northeasters <laughs> they get hammered um so yeah uh, the uh, i was going to tell you some of the the great blizzard of 1888 one of the worst blizzards in us history dropped 40 to 50 inches of snow Ooh. and killed 400 people mostly in new york jeez yeah it's bad the great appalachian storm of 1950 very severe storm that dumped more than 30 inches of snow in, in many major metropolitan Does it have the great storm of 1993? So usually you get a big old dump of the of the snow and then it just starts flowing around. And Anytime we talk about storms, we talk about the one day that they closed school in my oh, school. Oh, yeah. I only had 1993. <laughs> I think that was, that was I'm sure it was the same storm. Yeah. I was jumping off my house about a foot into the snow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Rock. We got rock. You're up in the mountains. Yeah, there's one time that they ever closed school. We, I actually got on the bus. I'm pretty sure that's the same storm, mm-hmm. and it was just like horrible. Yeah, and the bus driver's like, I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> he just was like, <laughs> drove into a ditch, and yeah. I mean, I remember that was the one time I got to use that back door. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody get out, walk home. But the funny thing is, they had our parents come get us from there. Did they really? So risk their lives, good, to save their children, good. But there's been a lot of famous um, blizzards, but, you know, if you get anywhere over 
two feet of snow and it's blowing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. What about the one on planet Hoth or whatever it was? Oh, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. That <laughs> was a bad Had one. Had to kill this animal and yeah. get in there and sleep. Yeah, if you have, uh, what are those animals called? I can't, I remember. can't remember. You crawl inside them, keep you, you warm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, blizzards can, can be pretty deceiving and people think, you know, Basically, one, don't go out in a blizzard. No, it's not a good idea. They know idea. a big storm's coming with snow. Don't go out. Because uh, a lot of people die in their cars. Yeah, they, well, they and then blizzards there. bring, I mean, all these storms are going to bring a bunch of different things. They're going to bring no power sometimes. Yeah, They're yeah. going to bring, like, a lot of different problems. So you got to be prepped for it. We're going to talk about that yeah. momentarily. And, and, the, and the nor'easter, a lot of times, yeah. bring these big storms with tons of snow. <clears throat> yep. And you, you end up having the blizzards. Um and that's you know, there's no no need to go into more detail no. yeah, I think on, you got it. on blizzards. But I do want to mention mm-hmm. something kind of scary. Okay. Did you know that there's been a five fold increase mm-hmm. in cyber attacks? Yeah, I heard about this? it. Probably like six or seven fold by now. I'd guess so. But anyways, a lot of people going online shopping and stuff, mm-hmm. getting their stuff stolen, getting their identity stolen, their nudies stolen. Bad deal, bad deal. All kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. But there is a way you can keep yourself safe. How? Same way that I do what? keep myself safe. How? It's called Surfshark. Surfshark? So Surfshark, Zerf, not a Nizi. Surfshark VPN can protect you and all of your devices from online threats. Okay. They can protect all your devices. I want to remind you of that because all the other VPNs have mm-hmm. limits, like six devices, they five do. devices. Yeah. Surfshark, no. No you limits. You subscribe and you can use whatever turns on and has a screen mm-hmm. and goes online. You can use Surfshark to Game protect Boy. you. So basically, a VPN protects you because it's a private network, and so people can't see your IP address. They can't find out where you're at. They mm-hmm. can't send you ads mm-hmm. of stuff that you don't want your wife to see that you've been looking at, like, I want a gun. Mm-hmm. And it pops up on the side all the time. Yep. Um, it won't do that because Surfshark can block it. They also have a really cool thing called— Dude, I swear, you texted me something the other day. I can't remember what it was. And that very, like, I went to Facebook, and boom, that thing you texted me was in my Facebook feed as an ad. What? Really? Yeah, we were talking about some, like, um, product or something, and you're like, like, yeah, I saw this blank, blank, blank thing, and I'm like, oh, cool. And then literally, I go to Facebook, and that sucker is in my ads. I was pissed off. If you want to get rid of that crap, this is the way to do it. Um, they also have a really cool feature called HackLock ID protection. Oh yeah! And so it takes your email, and they'll look and see if it's being used or stolen or, mm-hmm. or compromised, and they will send you an email saying it's been mm-hmm. compromised, and then you just change your passwords on a bunch of sites. So right now, probably doing a lot of online shopping because you're mm-hmm. not going into stores. Yeah, you need to be safe, and this is the way to do it. They seriously, like I just read a review today about them on um, CNET. And oh really? Their speed is better than all the big brand ones. Oh, nice. Their cost is better. I I can't tell you how cheap it is. I'm not going to. Yes, I'm going to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Um, we've been telling you like a dollar ninety seven. Nope, it's one dollar and seventy seven a month if you break it down. Mm-hmm. So right now for forty seven dollars, mm-hmm. you get twenty seven months. Holy crap. Eighty five percent off. Jeez. And this is for all your devices. Like yeah. it's insane. So I went, we got a little trial offer just to kind of check it out. I mm-hmm. went and bought it because there's no deal yeah. close to it. Cam literally spent his own money to buy this I product. did. I did not buy it with podcast money. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it. I paid for it because it's yep. so good. Like, the app's clean. It's fast. And they have support. And mm-hmm. Kobe got to watch 
mm-hmm. um, something in France, but in his yeah. home. In my home. What was it? It was the Michael Jordan. It was the Michael Jordan documentary. So if you mm. can't access stuff on UK's specific Netflix channels, guess mm-hmm. what? You can appear as though you're in UK with yeah. Surfshark. It's, it's beautiful. pretty freaking amazing. It's beautiful. I'm telling you, go to H or go to Surfshark. <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> go to H E double Hockey. Go to stick. H if you haven't gotten it. <laughs> but seriously, you guys yeah. are missing out big time. If yeah. you want to be protected, go to surfshark.deal slash casual preppers and um, you just use the casual preppers code mm-hmm. and you get 85% off. That's the biggest freaking savings we've ever gotten on anything. That's insane, dude. Go check them out, guys. They're great. So let's talk about, Cameron, let's talk about how to prepare basically for storms. I mean, yeah. super storms. These were all crazy. Yeah. But it all comes down to this. But it all comes down for soon. us to be prepared for them, right? Yeah. Um, so let's go through some of these things that you can do because an arc storm happens and you want to be ready for it. Yeah. Hypercane happens in your neighborhood. Be ready for, for it. For shizzle. For shizzle. Number one, and I'm a freaking stickler on this, emergency plan. You and your family need to get an emergency plan. Yeah. It's super simple, you guys. It doesn't take much. Yeah. All I right? like that you put it first because I, yeah. you can have all this water, <laughs> yeah. all this stuff, but if you don't have a plan to a like plan, get out or, yeah. or keep it safe or rotate it, yep. it's all, all for nothing. And I've been thinking about trying to actually do a custom emergency plan for casual preppers and sending it out to we the really folks. Should. We should do that. That's a good idea. So I'm thinking about doing that. But anyways, emergency plan, is it's so easy. It's so great. Go find one. There's lots of different templates you can find online. Get that done because that's going to put you miles ahead in the preparedness uh, section of your life. Okay. <laughs> Number two, water. Again, during a big superstorm, it's likely that your current water source is going to be cut off or it's going to be contaminated. For sure. Flooding is horrible for this. This is what happens. So make sure that water is on the top of your list. So start with, you know, the very basics, three-day supply of fresh water for you and your family. Have it on hand. You know what? You're doing You're doing pretty damn good if you got that far. You got three days of water for your whole family, you're going to feel great. You're going to be like a new man or a new, ma- new baby, you're new, feel hydrated. new lady, whatever, okay? <laughs> After that, so, I feel like a new lady. <laughs> like a, some new water. I'm a brand new lady. Um, after that, uh, filtration devices. You know, those are great. You know, Sawyer Mini, Live Straw, anything like that. Very great. Vid Angel. Vid Angel. Fil- filter filter swear words. Filter swear words. Make sure you have a way to boil water because a lot of times in this, your gas or electricity may be cut as well. So have a, an alternate way to boil that water. Um, a water bob. We talk about that quite frequently too. A storm's coming. Smart guy that has yeah. knowledge in water. I call skills. him Robert Water Robert, <laughs> but Water Bob he's yeah. most generally known by. Um, but it, it's Didn't a we, it, yeah we got one from BattleBox. It was BattleBox. Yeah, we got so. one from BattleBox. I so want to fill it up. You put it in your your tub. You fill it up with water. You close it up. You got a whole bunch of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. The next thing is food. You got to eat. Mm-hmm. You get hungry, mm-hmm. even during a superstorm. You might not be able to get to the grocery store. If there's a blizzard going on, I don't advise driving to the grocery store. Yeah. So, um, Or maybe it's, there's looting happening, just like the, in the tri-state tornado. They're looting. I don't advise going to the grocery store during a looting session. No way. Okay? Don't no do way. it. So, again, start with a three-day supply of food for you and your family. You're doing great at this point. Non-perishable food. Have a way to prepare it because, again, you may not have water. You yeah. may not have... Uh, You're not going to want to bo- boil mm. liquid, like gasoline and mm. no and poop mm. floating around in the flood. Mm-mm. So after you have three days, then you can move to three weeks of food. Then if you have three weeks, you can move to three months. You know, just keep building it up. It's, it, it's something that happens over time. Don't do it all at once. Don't go take out a loan to get your food and your water. It's stupid. You're yeah. stupid if you do it. Yeah. Okay. 
I've been um, thinking about my food of like it tastes good. I won't eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I have a lot of stuff that's in just like paper boxes and stuff. Yeah. You know. I know. And I'm like, we have flash flood stuff here. Yes. And I'm like, geez, you that's got to mm-hmm. think about how to protect that. Food. And that's what that's the next point I was going to say. You know, keeping s- some food storage in several different places is going to be optimal because if you have it all in your basement and you get a flood. Now your food's floating around in the poo water. <laughs> Great. Now it's going to taste delicious. It's not going to taste delicious. <laughs> delicious. delicious. Okay? So don't do that. So if you can have some in several different places. Yeah, like cut open your mattress and put food in there. <laughs> That's exactly what you do. Put it under your mattress. Yeah. Um, have a basic resupply plan in case your situation goes on longer than expected. Right? So be thinking about that. Um, you know. Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> Two day shipping. All oh, that's I got prime. Be working fine. They so, got drones. Yeah. So food is a great thing to to think about for uh, storm preparedness. Your home is actually going to be really really key when it comes down to preparing for a superstorm or a storm of any type, really. So let's talk about some of those things you can think about at home. Um, number one, know where the gas and the water shutoffs are because that could be. It's a. You know what I mean? Like and, your house can be a huge hazard. Yes. And you're staying in it. And you're, you're, like, you're this is where you live and you sleep it's and like where you keep all, all your the toys. Gas lines. Okay. Um, so think about it. Know where that's at. Know how to shut them off. Fire safety. Again, fires start in these types of disasters all the time. Mm-hmm. And the fire department can't get there sometimes. Right? Extinguishers, all those types of People things. People are cooking in weird areas. Yeah, they oh, are. I'm cooking in bed today. Yeah, I'm cooking on a toilet. Want bacon? <laughs> yeah, and now your pillow's on fire. Um, <laughs> Cook bacon. <laughs> really? Cooking bacon on the toilet. Yeah. Uh, keep your trees trimmed and not overgrown. Sometimes those can be huge when the wind starts blowing. And trees are scare the crap out of your it, kids. Yeah, it's not good. And you. And you, yeah. And so make sure those are trimmed. Who's who's, they can who's damage your home. They can fall on top of your face when you're outside. There's a yeah. lot of things that can happen. So keep those in good it's order. It's true. I've always worried about a tree falling on me. I know, man. Good thing I live in a neighborhood that has no, <laughs> no trees. plant life. Yeah. Make sure that your gutters and your drains are cleaned out and functioning because you want things to flow if the water's coming down, okay? Um, we talked about looting and things like that. So at your home... You need to be prepared for that. So so security, you know, a security system, alarm system are great. Defense weapons, locks, gates, all yeah. those types of things. Doggies, doggies, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to get things, okay? Think about it. Um, if there's if there's a tornado that's coming or... Doggies. My kids used to say doggies, so I always... Really? Uh, you know. funny. Um, if there's a big storm coming and you know it's coming... Takes big stuff off the walls that so it doesn't fall on your face when you're laying down <laughs> during the storm. Okay, if you got like swords on the samurai swords, you know, on the wall, pull those suckers down. They're gonna become projectiles in like yeah. winds and you know whatever else might happen. True, true. Um, it's a good idea to have some pre-cut plywood for windows. You know, in case the storms and the looting gets really bad, you can have that ready to go and just and I'm good. All right. Um. In speaking make sure of that, your power drills are charged. <laughs> yeah, but have some extra screws and nails and building materials in case you got to do some stuff like that. Sure, I have plenty of that. <laughs> no, none of it fits anything. 10% in the tires of my car. Yeah, right? I know. Um, have a safe um, interior room. Be safe. I, I don't know what the hell. I put a weird comma there. I'm like, have a safe interior room if wins. I'm like, what am I talking about? Am I talking about a safe or a room? Um, An interior room that you can go to uh, if those winds start going, you know, a tornado and a blizzard or whatever might happen. Bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. Hyper storm. Hyper novocaine. Get into a room that's in in the central part of your house, maybe in the basement, that you'll be much safer, right? So be thinking about that. Um, Before these things happen, you know, make sure your lawn furniture and your barbecues don't become like a projectile. 
outside because that stuff come through your window, kill your cat in an instant. <laughs> All right. So think about that. It so would. It so would. strap it down or take it somewhere else. Yeah. But this could be bad. Blow up toys. Yeah, like all of those. I know, yeah. Um, this is kids blow up toys. Is what I was referring to. (laughs) Okay, I get it. But they're like they'll pick those suckers up. I know. Pass my tramp almost went to the neighbors last week or two weeks ago. But they they'll like blow into the power lines and rip down power lines for sure. So don't do that. You don't want to be responsible for that. (laughs) No, that's a big bill. Whose pool is that? I don't know, man. Um, this is something I read on a couple of sites. I think it's funny, but it actually makes sense. What? It doesn't hurt to have some hard hats or helmets yeah. on hand. It's true. Can you imagine, though, like a tornado's come, put on your hard hats. <laughs> We're going to sit in the bathroom. <laughs> You're all sitting in the bathroom with hard idea, hats. Though, it it really is. is. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? So it's something to think about if you live in Tornado Alley or you're worried about hypercanes. Figure it out. We're just digging a family out, and they're all sitting in the room with motorcycle helmets on. <laughs> what do you guys? Oh, that's a good idea. Thanks for getting us out. Um, Here in Vernal, there's plenty of motorcycle yeah. helmets. They'd probably all just be sitting in their side by sides <laughs> in the garage. Got a hard roof on. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, have a way to heat your home if the power and the gas are gone. You know what I mean, like a Mister Buddy or something like that. And then also think about the opposite. How do I keep it cool if I lose those things as well? Um, Keeping ex- it cool is what terrifies me the most. Yeah, full show. Full you show. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't just hot a cable co. You can't just hot wire air conditioning. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't oh. just build one. And can I jump start this somehow? <laughs> Get your jumper cable. Everybody got any spare free mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Um, have extra blankets on hand all, always, you know, because if worse comes to worse, you get under a bunch of blankets, you can stay alive. Also, use it for padding dur- in a room during a tornado. Pad the walls or whatever <laughs> with the, yeah. It's like all of you roll up. Yeah, <laughs> like burrito people. I can't get out. Yeah. Um, make sure Pretty you have. sure you have extra blankets in I do, house. yeah. Have shovels for snow, debris, and whatnot, you know what I mean, so you can dig yourself out. Have a sandbag plan, you know, or a way to divert water if you need it during, during flooding, like a quick dam and things like that. I mean, if you're in a flood zone, you better have a plan for yeah. that type of stuff, so think about it. Um a lot of people in flood zones actually put rafts and like oars and stuff in their attic in case like the oh, water gets freak. too high. That's a good idea. They, can, they have them up there and they can just cut a hole How in the roof. Get out? Cut their- <laughs> well, I'm floating. <laughs> roof I'm right in my head. In the- <laughs> yeah, I think that I think they have an axe up burp, there too. Burp, Charlie, burp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Flatten it, flatten it. We're getting too high. <laughs> This didn't work. This didn't, I didn't make an escape. <laughs> this did not go the way I hoped it would. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to lay a flattened raft on top of the roof of my house. Yeah. What's that up there for? You never know. Tack it down. You never know. <laughs> I hope it doesn't blow uh, off. No, I'm just going to have it blown up on the top <laughs> all the time. It's just like <laughs> just bouncing yeah. around. Just like one of those things that the used car salesman plays. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, uh, yeah. A lot of people even do life jackets. They'll have life jackets up there. You know what I mean? It's a good idea. They, really, life jackets is, is about bad. That. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Um, chainsaws obviously are handy during the aftermath. Cut of a the- hole for the raft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just had this shit outside. What, what's the water level? <laughs> Why didn't we just keep it outside? <laughs> Maybe that was a really <laughs> stupid thing to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, it is what it is. Um, yeah, chainsaws because the, the trees come down and you got to cut grandma out from underneath the tree or whatever happens. It doesn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta help her. Help grandma. Okay. Thank goodness for the chainsaw. Yeah. Um, and the, big old you, hole in your roof. Yeah. 
It's filling full of water. It's raining in here now. <laughs> um, have a backup shelter in case your home is destroyed by a chainsaw. Um, <laughs> you know, a tent or something that you can put in the backyard and at least yeah. get out of the rain. <laughs> All right, so a lot of stuff you can do at your home. So think about power and fuel and lighting. This is a big uh, issue after a storm. Yeah. I mean, the power goes out all the time. So the first thing to think about is having a blackout kit. Those are super, super awesome for a super storm. A blackout survival kit is, uh, you know, a small container, and it has essential items that you can quickly grab when the power's gone. Um, so a nice thing is, is, is it waterproof? Because if it's waterproof, then water can't get in. Okay, yeah. and and then it's and everything and it's still good. Also, glow in the dark is super nice because when the power goes out, you can't flip a light on, Cameron. Um, <clears throat> have a multi tool in there, flashlights, batteries, um, emergency radio, headlamps, those types of things. So you can grab that thing, and uh, you're you're gonna be able Some to see. Some of those thunderstorms, it's like I know, blacker than black. Like you cannot yeah. even find your until flashlight. like you're there's like, a huh, a lightning uh, flash, yeah, and well, then you're like, okay, where's it at? And then you're blinded. Up in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at my neighbor's I'm house. In the garage. <laughs> Where's my raft? <laughs> Can't find it. I'm in a ditch. How did I get in this? How the hell did I get to Walmart? <clears throat> Crawl out um, of bed. Next thing I knew. Yeah. It's in Walmart. Um, generator. Obviously, great thing to have. Multi fuel generators, solar power, whatever you can get. Great to have power when the power's gone. Sure is. Solar items are really great. Um, solar charged or powered gear uh, when there's no power is good. Flashlights, USB Sun chargers. Might be a problem for a little while. It could be. But. Home lighting, um, you know, like the BioLite solar home, whatever yep. that we've got. Those shit. things are great. Yep. That sucker's always like, like ever since installing, it's always like 100%. And I've yeah. left the lights on. It's freaking awesome. It huh? uses yeah. any energy. Gasoline and fuel. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to run to the gas station during something like this. Or if you need to bug out, you don't want to have to stop at the gas station. Again, keep your fuel tank over half. Um, keep a bunch of fuel on hand somehow. It's a hard thing to figure out how to do that. But it is. Uh, really the simplest way is a bunch of five-gallon cans that you rotate throughout the year. Um, and you can use fuel stabilizer to make it last longer. So gasoline. Medical, Cameron. Medical. It's important. Uh, it's really important. You know, have a basic first aid kit at, on hand at all times. Um, no basic first aid. Know how to put on a Band-Aid. Nope. No basic? Oh. No basic first aid. No basic first aid. No. Advanced. Advanced. Just skip right from surgical basic. stuff. Yeah. Um, books are great too, uh, unless you just keep it all in your head. You know what I mean? <laughs> but first aid books are great to have. No um, need. No need. Got a brain. Read it once. <laughs> Stored. I looked at the, yeah. Um, have a supply of daily meds. You know, if you're on daily meds, make sure you've got additional stuff to get you through yeah. a time like this where you can't stop Walgreens or you can't call your, uh, your doctor. You know what I mean? Um, also have basic OTC, like over the counter stuff. You gotta have a bunch of that stuff. For sure. Super superstorm comes, you're gonna get diarrhea. You're gonna get diarrhea. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Bug spray. You know, in the aftermath of a superstorm, there, there's a lot of water. There's flooding. What happens when that happens? Bad stuff. Bad stuff. Bugs. Mosquitoes. All those types of things Always. come. So have bug spray. Always. Yep. I think they come down from mm -hmm. the clouds. Make sure that one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh -huh. I think I've told is like in Brazil, we had this massive storm, uh -huh. killed all the power. Hottest month of the year. Yeah. And it was like. No fans because they don't have air conditioning. Uh, and geez. the mosquitoes. It's like our like, podcast. It was just like no fans. Like tons. I had mm. I had malaria. Did you? Zika. Got Zika twice. To it all. Um, another thing to think about too, make sure you're up to date with your tetanus shot. Yeah, exactly. Because in these times, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And the other scary thing about that is uh -huh. if you do get forced into, you know, like the 
Thunderdome where yeah. they're keeping everybody yeah. during this oh, and nobody, gosh. half of them are vaccinated. Yeah. I, that's a terrifying scenario. Ooh. Everybody's going to get Everybody. stuff. Oh, God. Sore uh, throats are going to come up. I know. Yeah. Uh, your vehicle is a good thing to keep well-maintained, fueled up all the time, like we said. Keep it well-stocked with the stuff you might need. You know, I keep my get-home bag, my EDC bag in there. So I feel like if I have to jump in my vehicle and go, even if I don't have my bug-out bag, I'm probably okay. Because I keep it pretty well stocked up. You know, I have some food and I have some water and I have those two those two kits. I've got plenty of stuff to keep the vehicle going. So, you know, just make sure that your vehicle is is prepped. Yeah. We, we I think we have a, an episode somewhere on just prepping your vehicle. Um, we do. Yeah. You know, and if you're, is this your bug out vehicle? Is, is the weather getting bad and you're not sure if you should bug out yet? Freaking, while you're in that, like, I don't know zone, Fill that up with, I've been in that with zone. gear. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I'm in that's that where zone. I live. I'm the mayor of the I don't know zone. <laughs> but you know, if you're in that, like, should I bug out? Should I stay? I don't yeah. know. You know, at that point, stock up your your vehicle with stuff that you might need. That's true. Right Just during throw yeah. your bug out bags Can't in there. Make up my mind. Throw a bunch. Yeah, throw a bunch of food and water and, and gear. And then if you have to go, frick, man, just go. If yeah. not, it's right there in your garage, right? That's or a good idea. Outside. So think about it. Um, and also. When you're driving in flooded areas and things like that, just be very careful. It's really usually not a good idea to drive into uh, like a flooded road. Okay. No, don't. Uh, bug out bags. We talk about it so much. I don't really need to go into it other than make sure that your bug out bags are up to date. And if there's a big storm coming, it's a great time to, to reassess your bag yeah. and make sure things. Make sure you have a good rain cover mm-hmm. for your bag. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hypercane cover. Just ruin it all. Um, communications, again. Once you've got that emergency plan, that is a great place to start with communications. Um, have numbers and names and addresses of people you might need to to contact. Um, have several emergency NOAA radios, crank, batter, solar powered. Um, that's going to be key because if the power goes out, you need to be up to date. One in the U.S. Yeah. One in Russian, one in Japanese. Exactly. One in- You're going to want to know what the storm's doing and, and what might happen, so you For have sure. to have it. Again, the cell phones are going to be your first line of cu- communication. But that isn't always, especially in a super storm. They're vulnerable. They're probably going to be down. But if you have to, a text is usually easier to get through. On and don't a rely network. on Facebook. Don't, yeah, don't rely on Facebook either. Gas is blown up. Mm-hmm. We don't have any gas <laughs> oh, in the no. whole state. We, we saw that happen. And with your cell phones, make sure those things are charged before the storm hits because the power could be gone. So if you see it coming, keep it plugged in. You know, Make sure it's re- ready to go in case you can't charge it for a few days or something like that. And then also have backup power for it um mm-hmm. ham radio that's great mm-hmm. but you know what you got to get a license you do to do that yeah how, well, how do you feel about that cam you do you got to get a license. you want to talk about that right you now you got to get a license you want to talk about it no yeah you don't want to no you got to get it okay great <laughs> he knows what i'm saying you guys you know gotta what i'm saying get it. you got to get it um two-way radios those are another great way to uh we've just been using we've been using the rocky talkies we've liked those those have been great cb you know um emergency alert apps are fantastic for storm warnings i i got one this morning actually um so there's a bunch of different emergency i love the red cross emergency app i feel like it's probably one of the best that are free out there yeah um fema has an app you know there's a bunch of like the my radar apps yeah. for storms get one because they're great to to keep up on what's going on with storms yeah um Insurance and financial and documents, those are, you have to think about these with any storm, really. What does your homeowner's insurance cover? 
you know, um, nothing. nothing. What do they require? Do you have to have photos taken of stuff yeah. beforehand? So think about that because if stuff happens, you're going to feel really stupid if you haven't, you know, looked at what the policies are. Do you live in a floodplain? Do you need additional flood insurance? Because most homeowners insurance does not cover floods. So just yeah, know that. It's true. Um, so you might need to get some additional. Um, we talked about this too. Harden digital backups of important documents, you know, in a flood or in fire safe. Um, store or store stuff digitally in the cloud, store it on a USB device, and then have cash on hand for these types of uh, scenarios. For sure. Pets can be kind of a pain in the butt. Drown them. Just, yeah. I mean, now's the time to get rid told. of them. Yeah. Now's the time to get rid of them. Yeah. But, you Dogs know, make great meals. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard. Pets, this can be spelled out in the emergency plan. So, P E T P E T S. Um, who's going to take care of them? How are you going to take care of them? Just think about it beforehand. Um, we did an episode on this not too long ago, sanitation. Yeah. In, after a superstorm, after flooding, during flooding, blizzard. That starts to go out the door. It starts to go right out the door. So, Especially uh, if you're wading around in it. Yeah. It's is your just, sewer or septic, is it backing up? human liquids. Is it backing up? Are you wading in poo water? Yeah. It's bad. So, you know, have your hand sanitizer, have your bleach, have your soap, have your toilet paper, feminine products, all of those things. You need to be thinking about it now. Yeah. Kids. Again, just drown them. Get rid of them now. <laughs> uh, make sure your kids are part of the planning so that they understand, you know, if you live in a place that has hurricanes, like, you've got to tell your kids about what might happen and what they need to be doing. You know what I mean? Because what if you aren't home, too? Yeah. And your exactly. kids are at home when a hurricane hits. If you, if that happens, you're dumb because you, <laughs> you haven't been watching the news. Going right? on vacation, kids. <laughs> Hurricane's coming. We're heading, we're heading up the coast. You stay Bug here. Out. What are we forgetting? <laughs> You know, um, you know, it's really good to give them a job like taking care of the pets during this time because that's something my kids are always worried about the pets, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you give them that job, yeah, they're you've focused seen it in the on the movies it. too. Yeah. No, no, Betty, yeah. Betty. And they run back in the burning house. You idiot, you dumb kid. Yeah. They had a plan for the pet mm-hmm. and the kid. And then make sure you have something to entertain them when you're hunkered down and the power's out for hours or days. What is that yes. going to be? Because, you know, the iPads will only last so long, probably. Or make sure you have a way to recharge them. But make sure you have other stuff, books and, you know, things to draw and color and that. Anyways, that's kind of some of the basic things. If a superstorm's coming, what you want to think about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, these are great. Yeah, great. So um, just real quick on helpful resources. Yeah. If you want to look at all these things like Kobe had covered, um, like go to ready.gov. Probably one of the stuff. best one. Yeah. Um, but your local state, obviously, in the states that are risk of yeah. hurricanes and tornadoes, like we even have some tornado stuff in Utah. So, mm-hmm. but these these have these like checklists that you can just go through real conveniently and make sure you're hitting all the little items um, yeah. that we covered. Or you could just re listen to this podcast and over share and over. it with everybody in the world. Yes. Over and over and over and over. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, right. wherever. Right. Mm-hmm. So even even the CDC has stuff on disasters and hurricanes. And the thing that it's kind of unique right now is it has how to prepare for these during COVID nineteen because yeah. there there's higher risks there because people are challenging times flock together and mm-hmm. the rules change inside those every day, every single day. So the CDC mm-hmm. is going to be like, we don't know. Yeah. But anyways, um, use those resources seriously. Like FEMA, the app is excellent. Yeah, it's great. Um, and y- you can get those lists, PDFs. You can write them down. You can get the numbers for your kids. And like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a really quick, easy way to find the information that we talk about all the time. Yeah, so, absolutely. Anyways, so that's uh, Superstorms, guys. That is good stuff. Storm. I just wanted to tell you, Cam. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tac Pack. 
It's the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS. Get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TAC Pack. Head to TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. If you like tactical gear, if you like EDC gear, if you shoot an AR, you got to have this. Yeah. It's just, it's fun stuff. It comes every month. You're going to be excited. Yes. And you get 10% off when you use our, oh, actually, no, you don't get 10% oh. off now. You get free separate bag of gear now i'm sorry i keep saying 10 percent, but you don't get that okay it's time for the quick and dirty medical tip yeah i'm here to pick up 10 percent. where is it at the company i guess <laughs> guess i'm getting stock options i don't know <laughs> thank you yeah um so because we're going into summer mm. and it's hot and i'm miserable at nighttime already i, I thought i would talk a little bit i have about, the ac blasting dude my wife too. is so mad it's probably like 500 dollars this month oh yeah already. i don't even care though I, I have to sleep in comfort. I can't yep, stand it. It's something it. that I will gladly pay for. I'm the same way. Gladly pay for. I'm just like, <clears throat> crank yep, it up. I know. Um, and I'm, yeah. Anyway. So uh, during this year, we always see these big heat waves come and hit and kill people. If you're out there riding, you want to be protected. Mm -hmm. You want to be safe. You do. So how do you prevent heat stroke or recognize heat exhaustion, which is the precursor? Huh? Mm, I don't know. I've talked about this before. Yeah. I thought I'd just go over it again. It's great. Because I still get a lot of people that come into the clinic. I think I got heat exhaustion. Can I get out of work for 10 years? And, and can you give me pain pills? I got can I get disability exhaustion. for heat exhaustion? <laughs> but um, So symptoms of heat exhaustion, sudden massive increase in sweating. You just you're already starting to get close to heat exhaustion when you start sweating a ton outside. Oh. It's normal. It's good. Yeah. But then you start getting muscle cramps, weakness, dizziness, headaches, nausea and vomiting may start, and fainting. <laughs> so then you're moving into heat stroke, and that's much more serious. Dang it. So signs of heat exhaustion in a person, pale skin color, goosebumps, ew. Yeah. Skin that has become cool to touch, a weak pulse, a pulse rate well below 100. That pulse is weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's oh boy. weak. Um, low blood pressure and confusion. Mm. Um, I'd sound like I'd be healthier if I got heat stroke. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's true, right? <laughs> I feel pretty good. I actually feel pretty damn good right now. I usually just stand out in the sun for like <laughs> yeah. five hours. Low blood pressure. And if you're a construction worker or wearing a hard hat, it's way faster to get heat exhaustion. For stroke. real? You should cook your brain in that thing. <laughs> oh, man. It's like a... Little mini Tupperware in the microwave. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. UV Your microwave. Eyes just pop like popcorn. Yeah. That's not good. So to prevent the heat stroke, mm -hmm. um, stop work immediately. <laughs> I got heat stroke, boss. Yeah. That's See basically ya. it. If you work outside. Um, find a cool spot, lie down, drink lots of water, and get your body temperature cooled down. So dump water on you, whatever you need to do. Get cool. Is Don't what you're drink caffeine. Don't guzzle a bunch of pop. What? Yeah. Because that just uh, speeds up the diuretic effect. You don't want that. Diarrhea? Don't drink high sugar drinks. Mm. So high C and stuff, probably don't want to go after that. I see. Or squeeze it. Give me a squeeze it. <laughs> He's going down. Give him a squeeze it. Get me an orbit. And then stay cool the mm. rest of the day. So say, Stay cool, bro. Stay cool. <laughs> yeah, hey, pound it. Stay together. cool. <laughs> um, what can you do if... You don't have available help, and somebody has signs and symptoms of heat stroke, which is agitation, confusion. 
<laughs> you got Confu- stroke right now. Confusion. Confusion says. Confusion. <laughs> Hallucinations, disorientation. So they act like they're having a stroke. You know, they're just like way out of it. Wow. Um, seizure or coma may occur. Jeez. So you need to get the organs down to a good temperature. <laughs> and I don't mean like a church organ. Yeah. Okay. So you got to, their whole body temperature is, hmm. is way hot and the blood circulating is way too hot. So dang, they hot. would even like dunk hot people bloody. in like a tub of ice water. Oh, they're having a stroke. Keep their head up, obviously. <laughs> Put your head under there. He'd been under for 15 <laughs> minutes. I bet he's cold enough. Gotta get Pulse that brain. Weak, gotta get that brain down. <laughs> So, anyways, if you have an ice pack, put it on the patient's armpits, neck, and groin. <laughs> I don't know why obviously, you <laughs> obviously, you could get frostbite on the old tip, but cool wanna, down your groin. These boy. are real, real heavy areas of heat, and you want to. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm talking about. <laughs> um, My groin's heating up, baby. And cool there's, de- <laughs> there's debate on if people should soak in a tub of ice water. So the problem is, you know, their heart rate's slow and everything. You sure. cool them too fast. So. Mm best thing is just like wrap them in like really cold or if you dunk sheets or blankets or towels in ice water and wrap it around them make sure it's not a white sheet and you don't put it over their heads these days you'd be in trouble yeah don't (laughs) even go there don't do it um obviously you just try and keep them cool and get them as cold as possible until you can seek stay cool bro stay cool (laughs) medical attention (laughs) and hope kobe's not around he's gonna make jokes all the time you're stroking out (laughs) hey bro stay cool stay cool you're stroking so um (laughs) iv fluids it gets more complicated beyond that but what you can do is just get their body temperature down okay watch for confusion if you get confused irritated disoriented get Mm. the freak out of the heat Okay. Stay cool, bro. <clears throat> yeah, stay cool, bro. <laughs> we should do like a campaign for <laughs> the CDC or something. <laughs> stay cool, bro. Watch out for heat exhaustion. Cam stay from stay they cool. They say stay cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, man. Present it to high schools. <laughs> we should, man. That'd be fun. Do a little skit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're slurring your speech. That's just normal everyday talk. Ha-ha. How do I know? that you're not just doing a podcast yeah. <laughs> oh gosh that's funny okay. all right guys thank you that was fun super storms stay cool bro <laughs> see you next time